Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to our thousands of viewers, uh, <laughs> viewers, listeners, and um, this is the return. We'll take a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, yeah, we had our midterms and other stuff we had to get rid of. So, obligations, yeah. yeah, so yeah. We're back. We're back, and uh, a lot to talk about. Um, but uh, first, we're going to try out the, uh, I don't want to call it overdid, but the, uh, what, what do you want to say, the... the uh, Prototypical like uh, buy or sell. Oh for yeah, a yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the PTI guys do it, I believe. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, whatever. Everything's been had. Um, yep. <laughs> so, so we're gonna have our own little buy or sell segment. So I'm gonna ask you first. What's um, up? first question I'm gonna go with for you is: Do you think that the Cavs are getting out of the East? Buy or sell? Buy. Um, I mean. The game against the Hawks today was absolutely incredible. I mean, they had yeah. they had a uh, what twenty six point lead, mm-hmm. and I believe from the fourth quarter on through both the uh, um, you know the extra time, uh, they also went from forty four to eighteen. The Hawks did. That yeah, is the inex- Hawks just had that, that, that's inexplicable. I, I know the refs the refereeing was bad, but yeah, that I can't think that, happen. that goes back to just their very porous defense that they've been playing this year as well. And the Hawks started to They give up. In. They give up. Yeah, I mean, they, they do. They, they just, like, throw in the towel. But right? you could just tell, I mean, Kyrie and LeBron were really starting to get frustrated. That was also, as we said, a big part of that officiating today. But I just, these guys have a monkey on their back. I mean, the, the, call, the call on LeBron was egregious. It was inexplicable. Yeah, I mean, earlier in the season we had these, the resting issues and stuff. And we just, we said it to each other. That it looked like they hadn't had heart, but today they went out there with a tough loss on the road, and they actually played with heart. With that being, uh, I think they blew a 26-point lead. I'm saying they showed passion and that they I cared about the game. I, I mean, I think when you blow, blow a 26-point lead, I'm questioning your heart. I think that's my, my, my knee-jerk okay. reaction. I think that I personally just see it as other issues with the team, but yeah. I but I, I buy. Uh, you saw what we did the uh, Celtics mm-hmm. a few days ago at uh, TD Bank North. And, hey, I, I'm still confident this team will find a way. I don't think it's going to be as smooth as last season mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the season before where really only the Bulls gave us a scare. So this is two games in a row now that we've – uh, gone with a loss for the Hawks. So what do you think that if we see them early in the playoffs? I'm not, if we get seated that I'm not afraid. I, but I mean, I, I mean like, you, I mean, we, we did, we've destroyed them in the playoffs the last two mm-hmm. seasons. And I, I, that fourth quarter, that was just a lack of effort. I mean, they, they had I believe, eight or nine turnovers. That's just sloppy play. That is sloppy basketball. Definitely. It's, 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 it's just unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And, but I think that's going to be uh, rectified uh, once we get to the playoffs. So I buy... They're going to get it. Um, I think you pretty much corroborated. You know, yeah, the, definitely. Uh, yeah. All right, so moving on. Um, this is going to be a little bit, like, this isn't really a Cleveland sports one, but it's such a big deal that we got to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, this is big talk. I mean, I mean, right. Russell Westbrook set the um, triple-double record tonight mm-hmm. with 42. He had uh, 15 Asking points, 16 Oscar rebounds, Robinson, 11 yeah. assists. Yeah, another stupid triple-double. Uh, buy or sell, Russell Westbrook as the MVP. I think you already know where I'm going with this one, and uh, it's kind of an unpopular opinion right now because he is just being, he's not that efficient. I mean, James Harden is more efficient, but I'm buying. I think that Russ should be the MVP. Uh, I mean, just by definition, it's most valuable player, and I don't think that anybody 
statistically, I guess I am wrong. Uh, LeBron and James Harden and maybe even Kawhi Leonard have more uh, like efficiency for their team winning. But Russell Westbrook is right there, and I mean, you can't argue his stats. I mean, 31.7 points a game, almost 11 boards and 10 assists. Like, he's been putting that up all season, and, and he just puts the whole team on his back, and they wouldn't be in their position that they are right now without him. I am also buying uh, the, the Thunder at 46-34. and 34. They're currently in the sixth seed, and, and they have it locked up. I mean, they're three and a half out of the Grizzlies with, um, you know, one or two games to go for each team. Yeah. So, um, I, I the way I look at it is, you know, a few weeks ago I would have said Harden, but I, I agree with that. You know what? It 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 all clicked for me where I, I was like, what I am seeing is actually stupid. It's, and when you're actually talking about it, it's and it's, it's and Oscar and Oscar Robinson averaged forty plus minutes a game. His the season he. Um, well, triple double. Well, you and know, Russell he actually, Westbrook is play, is playing thirty four point eight points per game. Correction, he Oscar Robertson had six seasons where he tripled, or averaged a triple double. He did not have six seasons where he averaged a triple double. Almost positive. Oscar Robertson did not have six seasons. I, 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 oh, okay, we're we're gonna look it up right now. We're going for it. I guarantee. You. Uh, this is the buyer fr- sell fr- that friendly, stat. Friend, friendly bet here. Uh, sure. Five dollars. All right. Stats. Robertson stats. All right, here we go. I think, guys, uh, I just won. Uh, I just won five dollars. So I just saw this on ESPN. Uh, that's just not true. One singular season. Sixty-one, sixty-two, right here. Boom! Riddle me that. All right, you got it. Yes, five dollars richer. I. S- yeah. It was a woman on and, and, and actually, he averaged 44.3 points per game, and Russ is averaging 34.8 and averaging a triple-double. Yeah, that's absurd. That, that's absolutely insane. But, yeah. It, uh, there you go. Anyways. So, oh, those are double-doubles. Yeah, double-doubles. That's doubles. what it is. Six out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll do it right there. Semantics, man. Anyways. Um, so I, we're both buying on this Yep, one. I'm yeah. buying on that one. And uh, I know we've talked about this from the side, and Scott Van Pelt has also brushed out before. LeBron gets lost in these ranks for MVP chatter, and that's, I mean, uh, just just what are your thoughts on that, for him being an MVP uh, conversation this season? You know, I, I, I was a big, I was like really having a LeBron for MVP campaign yes. until the Cavs like in March when they struggled so much and then the losses they're having tonight I mean LeBron with an unacceptable mental error committing the foul on Millsap yeah. it was Millsap yeah from three point yeah. range um, so I mean I still think LeBron should win the MVP but like, I, I, I get why he doesn't because he's held to such a higher standard based on his seasons of past years and I mean I think also you gotta factor in I know that we're differentiating in our opinions on this, but I'm not for the resting these players. And I could see LeBron getting the rest here and there, but uh, Russell has also played in 79 every game this every season. Game so, uh, I mean, you can't put a price on that when your guy stays healthy and he can perform all season. No, no, team. no. And, and I think that's kind of where I'm coming around full circle, where even with Harden, I mean, he's missed, what, one game, one or two mm-hmm. games. Like, it's same thing. Like, I mean, he's played, like, every game. And I think when you clinch, clinch something or you have nothing to lose, you should be allowed to sit yeah, out a game. Yeah, like, you know, if, you, if, you're, if your position in the playoffs is solidified, 
you, that that's when you have earned the right to sit out a couple games. Mm-hmm. And the Cavs sitting guys um, still battling for that number one seed. I, I, I fully understand how that can be seen as... Mm-hmm. And especially when you sit guys against teams like the Clippers and the Spurs. Yeah, and then play and the, the Lakers the next yeah, night. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you don't no, need to I, I play get it, guys I get with it, the Lakers. But, but, hey, if we win the title, I'll be like, it worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, then it all doesn't matter now. But you know, if the big if, the Cavaliers do not win this season, that's what people are going to go back and point the fingers at and say this is where the team potentially went wrong. All right. So we both buy yep. on, on Russ. So yep. Let's move okay. on to uh, let's question. move on to uh, Patty Mahomes All at right. number twelve. Buy or sell? You know, and, and uh, let's just uh, give a little background here. He had a visit um, in Cleveland, and it, it's been reported um, that, that they were interested in him. Obviously, they had him in mm-hmm. for a visit, but uh, he's a guy I, I'm pretty high on. A lot of upside. He's been. You know, fairly unfairly compared to Brett Favre in terms of his arm strength. Yeah, and I've seen most recently the uh, pro comparison for right now is Russell Wilson. So, buy or sell? I am selling the barn on this entire thing. I mean, I'm just not even with a Browns quarterback pick in the first two rounds of this draft. I really think right now is the time to just focus on a rebuild and... There's just so many other problems with their defense still. They need offensive weapons, and I think that they just have a lot Dude, more to worry about than it, it, quarterback it, it, right it's now. Not gonna, it's not going to happen. Hugh Jackson, one way or another, is going to get a quarterback, and I am buying Mahomes at 12. Well, I, I, I'm I, also I'm pushing uh, all my chips to the center of the table. We can't forget about what about, I guarantee you, Patty Mahomes will be at least a three-time Pro Bowler in the NFL. That... Is a very bold statement. I will. I will. Okay. What is your favorite? Um, what's your drink of choice? What's your What's your uh, liquor of choice? My liquor of choice probably some Crown Royal Apple. I will buy you a fifth of Crown Royal Apple. If that does not happen. Okay. And if it happens. Then what do you get? What's your drink of choice? Uh, fifth of Fireball, man. Sounds good to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to be a twenty year old. <laughs> That's shake. the deal. We have right, a shake right, right, right there. Right, right. And we uh, did cut our hands. There was a blood in that shit. Yeah, no, yeah, blood brothers. Uh, <laughs> but I am absolutely selling. I don't think I think that this Mitchell Trubinsky uh, talk at twelve is just absolute garbage. This guy's nowhere near finished product. Deshaun Watson, he had his incredible games in college. I'm not trying to refute anything he did, but. He also has very big accuracy issues deep down the field, and he has a turnover problem, and he's not a guarantee the first year. So I really think that um, if they're going to go quarterback first round, you need to go for a win-now guy, and I just don't see that in this draft. No, there's not a win-now guy, but I, I, I think if you if – you tr- okay, what I've read from Mel Kuyper and everything is they say Patty Mahomes is the most upside. Now, if you, I firmly believe in Hugh Jackson. If you firmly believe in Hugh Jackson and his ability to develop his abilities to develop a quarterback, I think you want to take the guy with the highest potential. Yeah, and so I, that would be Patty Mahomes. I think when I'm looking at this class, for my eyes, since I'm also thinking about a later guy, I'd see the biggest potential in a guy like Davis Webb. Looking at him first pick, third round. Well, then you have the Osweiler factor. What's going on with that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I mean, that that's all. Every, I have very wholeheartedly believe everything's going to be figured out by draft day. And as I said, worst comes to worst, they're already paid. I mean, you keep Osweiler a year, you cut him, 
He's just a backup option, and uh, I mean, he's just I, a veteran presence. We're throwing in Holds a, a bonus buy or sell here, just because okay. I thought of something. Okay. Buy or, okay. Post draft, we don't get a, a quarterback we want. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Buy or sell bringing Colin Kaepernick in. I personally am against it because I just don't see much in Kaepernick. Uh, I know a lot of people are still high on him, and I don't care about his. I, 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 don't, I don't care about his off the field ant or on I mean, the field it, antics. It, it, anything, I know I, he does. I believe good stuff. what he did was kind of courageous, and I understand why it was polar, polarizing. But he's paying the price and, and ma- making a bold stand. Um, but all else, I'll say, rights, I will say, no, you you do mm-hmm. take a take a vote. Yeah, I will say, I'll say bye. Because I mean, I don't see. It harming the Browns, say that they don't draft a quarterback okay. that you put him in training camp. He completed fifty nine point two percent of his passes last year, uh, over, just over twenty two hundred yards in twelve games, um, sixteen touchdowns, four picks, um, fifty five total QBR, ninety point seven rating. I, I I think on as bad of a football team as he was on, I believe that to be respectable. I, I yeah, I think that's pretty respectable too. And I mean, so I, get, I, I would buy bringing him in post draft if if the draft doesn't work out. Yeah, and uh, that's not even saying yeah, draft doesn't work out for quarterback specifically because I think the Browns will walk out of this draft with the best team possible if they do not get a quarterback. And that's my final thoughts on it. Okay, moving on. Now, the tribe rotation. Mm-hmm. I guess. Is it time to panic by yourself? Absolutely selling. I mean, uh, selling, selling, panicking. Yeah, sell, selling, selling, okay, panicking. I, 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 yeah, I guess I didn't really yeah, word so, that. Yeah. So, sorry for the clarification, but uh, yeah, I am not panicking whatsoever. I mean, the just the sheer fact that we're six games into the season. Uh, I mean, we got Kipnis rehabbing in Akron right now. He DH'd in a doubleheader today, starting at second tomorrow. Um, we got Lonnie Baseball making a comeback this week. The man, the, the myth, myth, and the, the, legend, the legend. You know, yeah, yeah. He will go down in the history books as one of the greats. Which he had an incredible day in Columbus, by the way. And by the way, his bat is in the Hall of Fame for him at his nine RBI performance yep. in Arlington. I just want to say Lonnie Chisholm Hall's bat is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He is a he's Hall in Cooperstown. Yes, v- very. This may be a stretch, but he's he's in the Hall of yeah, Fame. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, um, <laughs> but. So, yeah, I mean, I and I, we have good guys down in our farm. I really think even well, if I'm talking we about talk the about this, here. Because, yeah, I'm, because, well, because, because well, let, let me let me let me let me like read. And I know it's early, and I know early season. It's it's always the time for overreaction to. Yeah, but I do find it concerning that our team ERA is six forty nine. You have and and Salazar. I'm not really gonna count Salazar and Carrasco look good. Kluber, Dees, but Tomlin and Bauer both got. Freaking shelled. Yeah, and I and mean Kluber. Although a lot of them came up in that first day, he's already about he, he, four he home does, runs. He does typically start a little slow. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, he does, like, I mean, the year he won the Cy Young, he didn't even make the All Star team. Yeah. So. And I mean, uh, Miller's just been absolutely dealing right now with what he's been able to put in his quick reliefs. I mean, he was been, worth Clint Frazier. I, I, Oh, did, you see, did you see Clint Frazier tried to ask for Manny, uh, Mickey Mantle's number, number seven for the Yankees? Wow, no, I did not see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's arrogant. He's, he's kind of a. Yeah. He's kind of a. Yeah, an, an yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. But uh, I mean, absolutely selling on that. I think that this team is still that World Series was not a fluke. We have 
the best young guy in the entire league, Frankie and Lindor. And the season is 162. Exactly. This is no time to freak out. I mean, Frankie's already come out swinging from the gates, averaging 292, three home runs, seven RBIs. I mean, what, what more can you ask from in six games? This kid is just an absolute star. He's a stud. I mean, I mean, he, he is a superstar in the making. And uh, which brings me to our next one. By yourself, Francisco Lindor, winning the MVP this year. And, and, and I know that's going, I mean, that's a... Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah this is a bold prediction because it's still very early. I mean, I'm not too keen on what's been going on everywhere, but uh, I think he could definitely be a contender if he keeps putting up the numbers, even similar to last year, but this year he's already coming out swinging hot from the gate. Uh, I definitely think that he should be in the maybe the top five MVP. MVP list, but uh, it might be a little bit too early for him. He's still, I wouldn't say raw, but he still has so much more room to grow and be better, even though he's already okay. amazing. Right now, his 162-game average in the majors, 19 home runs, 84 RBIs, 306 batting average, 357 OBP. I mean, that, that combined with his defense, if he can string that together for a season, mm-hmm. I think that's enough to win the MVP. I, I, I firmly believe that. Yeah, I, I would So I'm, I'm buying Lindor as a legitimate MVP candidate. Like, I, I'm buying him. I think he... Uh, and, and he has the personality. He has the flair. He has the... You know what I mean? He, he's made... I mean, the World Series, he made a name for himself. He, he's now known nationwide. Like, it's, it's there. All right, so, uh, yeah, let's go on now and uh, talk about the Cavs game today against the Hawks. I know we brushed up on it a little bit today, but really uh, let's delve into the actual stats and what happened with the game today. So uh, what are your initial thoughts? Is it something to, uh, like, freak out about? or? Well, um, the Cavaliers, I mean, I mean, that fourth quarter was atrocious. As I mentioned earlier, they uh, were outscored 44-18 to 18 from mm-hmm. fourth quarter on. Uh, they blew a 26-point lead, or they, they yeah they were outscored 44 to yeah. 18 in the fourth. Excuse me, before they went into overtime, and um, LeBron had the inexplic- inexplicable foul on Millsaps on that. Three yeah, that was right. That, in that, that, that that's, was a, I mean, obviously, right. I'm not gonna roast LeBron. I mean, he mm-hmm. does everything, but that that was a terrible. Foul. I mean, when you have you could and also the conspiracy theorist inside of me is saying, I mean, you saw several plays before, handful of plays when LeBron inadvertently falls and accidentally runs into the referee, you even made a comment like, oh, did you see that? That ref just flashed LeBron a very... He gave mean, him the side eye. Yeah, he gave him a dirty look. And then, and, and then he calls his bullshit foul. Yeah, and then six that is the same end of the court where about three, four plays and, and later, LeBron of that, gets da- the phantom call. Da- Dave McMenamin of ESPN actually just came out with an article that said one member of the cast could be heard uttering fuck fucking Leroy Richardson outside the visitor's locker room, which is the mm-hmm. ref that LeBron knocked over and that gave him the side eye and then subse- subsequently gave him a sixth foul on uh, God knows what. I, I, and, I, I mean, it was insane. I've never seen that many successive calls, just back to back Kyrie to back. Sh- Kyrie's charge. And then also at the end of regulation with the... Uh, yeah, the when, 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 uh, The jump ball and Kyrie... When, this is what LeBron said. He told me that I'm not allowed to call timeout because he didn't know who had possession of the ball. And I was the one who entered the ball to Kyrie. And as soon as I seen Millsap go trap Kyrie in the short corner, I looked at him. 
and called timeout twice, at least twice, and he wasn't even paying me no attention. And that's when the jump ball happened. I said, why? He said, I can't call timeout because I don't know who has possession of the ball. I don't know what's going on. I don't know the tie-up. I said, that doesn't make any sense because we have the ball. I entered the ball to Kyrie, so you shouldn't even be worried about the tie-up or not. I'm calling it as soon as I saw Kyrie is getting tied up in the corner. So I've never heard that one before. I've never heard that expl- explanation before in my life. But Jan- Richardson also called James for a five-second infraction when he was inbounding the ball with 18 seconds left in regulation and the Cavs up 109-105. It was pretty quick. It was pretty quick, James said of the call. And that is all following him shooting LeBron that look mm-hmm. after. I, I mean, I, I thought it was. Just I, I think the fishy. league needs to take a serious freaking look yeah. at this game. And that's and, not even and just also, the Cavs fan. In also, me. I think that. also, we lost this game. The rest of the rest may have lost us this game in overtime. But you don't blow a twenty-six yeah. point. Yeah, you no. don't blow a twenty-six. Yeah, there's point. there's no correction of that whatsoever. But this still was the Cavaliers game when you come down to it. Uh, I mean, even when. Without the LeBron call we were talking about, that Kyrie, that was obviously when Le- Kyrie drove the lane. I believe, was that Millsap again? Somebody... M- M- Millsap slid over for the charge. And yeah, like yes. Literally so, somebody was still moving while setting a charge, and then they called Kyrie for an offensive foul, which should have been an and one, because he had a beautiful layup to finish it. It was absolutely inexplicable. It, it was... Which, apparently, inexplicable is my word of the day, but... Um, <laughs> Well, fun fact. Yeah, anyways. but All right, and, so, and, and also, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick was uh, the Cavs cut DeAndre Liggins today, which I find a little bit interesting because uh, he's not a difference maker, but when we're struggling so much defensively, I mean, he is a great player. Yeah, he he's a liability offensively. but he, He's very similar to what Shump was I'm not in ta- New York. Just a defensive. Except not, he can't yeah, shoot at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm not comparing that. I'm just saying defensive-wise. But I'm not talking big minutes, but if there was any yeah. time for him to play this year, it's maybe 5'10", of stalwart mm-hmm. defense, and get off. But anyways, we signed Dante Jones again for the yeah. playoff run. I know you and I were a little disappointed. We uh, Well, I mean, when, when you see the report in. from ESPN earlier that the Cavaliers are looking to add a player... I thought that they meant going into free agency, getting one of these vets that's sitting out there that could potentially put up some good difference-making minutes. Uh, a big guy, veteran. I mean, we have Larry Sanders, but we don't really know how much we have in him. I think he'll be fine tossing him out there a few minutes, but uh, we could still even use backcourt depth. Uh, just another guard to throw out there. It, I just I think that Dante Jones was just a little. Right. I think we're all right at the guard position. I just wouldn't mind getting a little more size. Just yeah, to I, I just I just thought that the Dante Jones signing was a little bit disheartening. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, it's not like he's getting any minutes, but. But uh. But let's get into the uh, like draft day plans. Okay. I, uh, now, my my re- recently these past few years, I have being a Browns fan, being a nervous wreck. Almost tried to hole up by myself for the first round of the draft, knowing I was going to be pissed off. Yeah. So, what do you plan on doing this year? Um, I plan on just, uh, you know, I'm a Vikings 1, Browns 2 guy, and the Vikings don't even have a first-round pick. So I'm really, I've invested a lot of time scouting the Browns and really getting to know the team and all these uh, new class of rookies that are going to be coming in. And... uh, I'm really excited to see the first round. No matter what the Browns end up doing, whether I agree with it or not, I'm excited to see these young guys go in, and I'm just going to get a bunch of friends and just try and get pretty blacked out drunk. 
Yeah, no, I, I, that is not a bad plan, and I may be at that gathering. But, uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but uh, no, I personally, I'm a nervous wreck around the draft. I, I really am with the Browns. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I, you know me, I'm a diehard like yeah. Browns fan, and it's, I, I would just want to, I just want to see them nail it. And I know we won't know right away on draft night, but I want to leave draft night, especially round one where we have two first round picks. Like, I, I, I want to leave. With a smile on my face, like, I, I think feel that like we got no matter what, even if they go a curveball at twelve, like an OJ Howard, which I don't think would be bad. At you know who I really at want at thirty-three if he's still there? Who? Joe Mixon. I would. I'm a Joe Mixon guy myself. I mean, I, I'm not in no way advocating what uh, he did. But I mean, I, I, when I, you're, when I think that goes about, without being said. But I mean. Mel Kuyper has him as the best running back prospect. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about the running backs this draft, especially minus the domestic abuse, I know that's something very big to push aside, but talking pure talent on the field, you're looking at Fournette, Dalvin Cook, and then Joe Mixon right there. And I know that's there's a holy cow amount of running back talent in this class, guys that can come in day one that can give you some really good snaps. But Joe Mixon is an absolute stud. Yeah, and and I'm honestly all for drafting him, and and I totally understand so, like somebody's position who's against it because mm-hmm. of what happened. I, I'm not. I, you know, I'm I'm not sure who was. Uh, I I don't want to put out a team, but I know one GM just went out and downright said, uh, we're not drafting. "Yeah, we will not draft." Which is Joe Mixon. I, okay. Which yeah. Okay. okay. That's totally I, res- I respect that. But when you're looking at a team like the Browns, who has been looking for a we're not, difference. We're not maker. in a position to be judgy with talent. Exactly, yeah. They need to got, find guys that can come in and make a difference and really turn around a club. And, and win I think, some football yeah, games. Yeah, Joe Mason. Yeah. And, I mean, when you're looking at a pick like that, uh, then you have the ability to potentially put Duke Johnson in a slot role, like a scat back, let him get snaps behind center and out in the slot role. And, uh, Isaiah Crowell, I, I, I still yeah, like, like Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, then you'd have a two-headed back system with uh, Crowell and Mixon and then giving Duke some runs. I mean, I think that they're going to be a run-heavy yeah, yeah. offense. I mean, and, and, you build that offensive line. And then that, that Greg Williams defense. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I heard a caller call in to 92.3 The Fan. I think it was on uh, Bull & Fox, and he uh, – he said he thinks Greg Williams will add at least two wins to the Brown season, and they kind of got on him for that. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, that's not that like no, I don't, that's I don't not think, an egregious statement. No, like, not at all. And I think that when you're ah, okay, it's almost set in stone, guys. Miles Garrett is going to be a Brown, right? Yeah, I, I would hope. I would certainly hope. So. so I mean, you're looking at somebody already who's going to be a cornerstone. Fingers crossed at uh, an end position in a four-three defense. Uh, you got Danny Shelton at nose tackle. I mean, you're you're building, and then you got Ogba on the other side. And I, and I another really like, like Kirksey, Jamie Collins. You know, hopefully Hayden can have a bounce back year. We got Jamar Taylor on the other side of corner, who I believe to be kind of a developing player. Yeah, and then they could potentially even go for a Tease Tabor, uh, Malik Hooker. You know, it's all it's all up yeah, in the air. I, if I, they I, I do want to draft a safety guy. with one of those first three picks because mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's a, a hole. I think a big they hole. should. I mean, if you look at the 
a lot of highlights last season. They got burned over the top a lot. And yeah, this I is mean, a different unit for sure. You know, once Jordan Poirier went down, it was just kind of like, yeah. I mean, and, and he's not great, but I'm just saying he was serviceable. And then you started seeing... All these practice like, squad bottom guys. Bottom like all these mm-hmm. guys, like undrafted, and it was just like, God, poor yeah, you. I mean, exactly. yeah, how are you yeah. supposed to win yeah. with this? Yeah, he was dealt the shit hand of cards. And, and, and you know, he, he kind of... He kind of... He signed up he t- for he it. Took, he took that shit and he won one football game. He didn't join the Lions. And he played and some competitive games. Of course, there were the games Earlier in the season, there was a couple games that I was like, you gotta be yeah, kidding yeah. me, man. Like, it, but yeah, if they had a more well-rounded team, that's why... That's just my only reason for going back and saying what my plans are for draft day. I'm just hoping I just see a really fundamental Browns front office and just build for the future. Uh... If they think that the quarterback is that, that they can get, then go ahead. Go for it. Then put all your eggs in a basket. But uh, it's not the end of the world if they don't draft it. I mean, there's a absolute great amount of defensive talent, uh, offensive guys that can come in. They just fixed their offensive line. Looking at almost a run-first offense now. So I don't think it's a very big problem if they skip out on the quarterback. No, and no. the closer we're getting to the draft, the more okay I am with it. Yep. I mean, I'm on the same boat as you. Where I, I, as a Browns fan, I, I just, like I said, I just want to leave, you know, turn the TV off after night one and just be like, okay, I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And maybe see a few fireworks, some trades, like, you know, in the later rounds. Yeah, and I mean, there's still the very potential of a Jimmy G trade. It, I mean, I, I kind of view that as, as an out-of-left-field move mm-hmm. at this point. But, yeah, that, there is that possibility. Yeah. You never know. All the smoke screens, you never know. And that's why they have everybody tuning in every year. Exactly. Honestly, you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Well, uh, all right, that kind of wraps up uh, yep, the, uh, the, uh, the, the return. return. Um, we, uh, first of all, I wanted to propose an episode next time. There is, uh, this is the first year where you can legally gamble on the NFL draft, mm-hmm. like the position of where there's an over-under for a position of the player okay. taken. So we will be having, a, once again, a shorter special on uh, over-under for draft position for the top 15 ranked players in the draft. And that should be coming to you sometime within the next... Uh, uh, next week or ne- so. Next week or so, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get that out. And, I, uh, yeah, I think that we could also assume that we'll be tossing some bets on that as I well. Think that, I think that may happen, some friendly wagers. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening, and uh, have a great week.